0: Welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always to the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I don't know much about sports at all. And that is the premise of our podcast. We, we know about sports. Phil does not. Ben, we're all comedians living in Los Angeles. That Some is, of us that is more true. comedian than other. Joel. Oh wow! Okay. Huh? No, I, I mean you're well, a comedian I mean... because you're out of work and I've got a job. <laughs> so that makes you more of a comedian than oh, me. Okay, because you know I have a real job that pays me with a paycheck. I have two of those now. Good for you. So. Well, I guess neither of them have give, given me a paycheck yet. Right. There's but no I no am... need to show off, guys. <laughs> right, exactly. Really so no it's really to... an internship with promise. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. I got I got more work than Jordan does. There. That's true. <laughs> My, I, you, you know me. It's like I, I'm the podcast yeah Yeah. basically (laughs) i don't sleep i just work on the podcast every week i bring it all for the podcast get rich or die trying just as soon as as the podcast just as soon as we sell the podcast all of those invoices you have piling up jordan we are (laughs) (laughs) we are gonna honor each and every one of them that's true so oj simpson is back in the news because by the time this airs he will have had his parole hearing wow i can't believe he's getting out well, uh, yeah, we, don't, well we don't know. He, no, well, this isn't on the murders. This oh, okay. is, for, for a sports-related thing, he had an armed robbery slash kidnapping yeah. going after people who he thought had his sports memorabilia. Yeah. Ah. Which they wound up being like, hey, why don't we go ahead and, and do what we feel like should would have been fair should you have been convicted of murder. Yeah. Okay. They gave him they gave him way too many years for what was technically a first offense armed robbery. It was because yep. he says in there nobody leaves or something and that yeah. implied kidnapping, and adding kidnapping was just like, well, that's another twenty years. Yeah. I think that <laughs> if you're holding a gun to somebody and say nobody leaves, you probably should get twenty years, right? Nah, I mean, that feels like a pretty egregious event. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The guy had some Sweet Pete Rose stuff. Ah, Sweetie <laughs> so, Pete's. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, so what are we doing with OJ? Oh, well, luckily, we were able to have on... We have on uh, one of the premier OJ experts. Okay. Uh, someone who, uh, you know, was 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 he remembers the trial clearly. He's been following OJ's entire uh, history since then. Sure. Uh, 90s Adam Sandler. Right. Wait. Mm. Following it since then, if he, but he's '90s Adam Sandler. '90s well, Adam has, Sandler. Yeah. I feel like he probably uh, knows a lot about the OG, the original OJ. Trial. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. And perhaps even the civil trial. Yeah, oh, the civil be. trial. Be, he's yeah. in there in that one too, I guess. Uh... I guess the armed robbery thing is a little bit out of his purview, and he probably doesn't know much about punch drunk love because he's '90s Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad that this is or his Netflix stuff, that, that we can that we have access to this great guest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. You know, and for him, for him, it's like the OJ trial was just yesterday. Sure. You know, he's he's locked in there, so he's going to give us his perspective on on all things OJ because we're in the middle of this OJ resurgence. You know, not just his parole, but you know. Uh, OJ Simpson the American whatever it made is Made in America won, Made in America won an Oscar yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the fine FX series so we're really it's a good time to check in I think with 90s Adam Sandler wow we have belabored that setup yeah <laughs> wow does everyone understand the premise now the premise yeah. is that, that it's interview. a 90s I don't know what you mean with, can, by premise we have 90s Adam Sandler here Right. And the premise of his interview well, so when, when he premise comes in that, we'll explain it again if anybody yeah, got lost right exactly there. we need to make sure that 10 minutes of it explanation so he can interview him for 12 seconds you know what only adds to it guys is when i feel like you guys lecture me about how long the setup was on the podcast the people at home are are just getting what i feel like is oh the people at home have already tuned out (laughs) but the ones that are still here are excited for an all-new wide world of weird sports you're goddamn right there is and news 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 great but first Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Tim Tebow hitting really well since ma- minor league promotion. Subheadline Joel's Tebow's sarcasm halted in its tracks. oh no, he's I getting good. I don't know how to react to this practice, news. Practice, We've practice, practice. We've had a lot of fun at the expense of Timothy Richard Tebow. When, yeah. when he was a football player... And, and then now, as a baseball player. And a little bit in between when yeah. he'd be in the news for stuff. But a it's, that just keeps on giving. It's only fair to report. Oh, no. That unfortunately, oh, God since failing upward with a promotion to high class A baseball, he's playing like he's earned it. Oh, no. Wow. In 22 games, he has a 306 average, that's a 390 bad. on base percentage, oh, slugging five nineteen, eight eight walks to 13 strikeouts, three home runs, 14 RBIs, nine runs scored. And uh, he's no longer anything on the base pass, so Holy he's just shit. not running there. Wow. I mean, that's, a, that's over 900 OPS. You know, that's, that's what you're looking for. He's doing very well. It's baffling because he did not do anything to earn the promotion to a yeah. higher level of baseball competition. Well, the coach must have just known in his gut that this kid had it. <laughs> he just felt it. He's like, if we move him up, he's going to rise to the occasion. He'll be a real slugger. I'm sure the coach is probably going to take credit for that now, sure. but I suspect that had nothing to do with his promotion. I oh. think it had a lot to do with butts and seats. Yeah, uh, I see. This is a this place. So, for if th- you were to have to rate his vision number-wise as it pertains to hindsight, what would you say that would be? Like a, a mm. like a fifteen-fifteen? <laughs> I would say no, 2020? 2020, <laughs> 2020, <laughs> I mean, wow! I'll tell, I'll tell his you, his hindsight was twenty-twenty. I think his eyes, his vision was that he saw two things. He saw a whole bunch of unclaimed butts. Oh, sure. Just out there walking around in the you world. You know, that's holding, all I see when I see the world. fistfuls of dollars, fistfuls walking around going, dollars Oh, I wish I could go see Tim Tebow somewhere. I could throw this money at yeah, someone. Yeah, my butt's yeah. not pushed against he also, nothing. He also had the vision where he saw a bunch of empty seats. Oh, which is a good uh, butts fit well in empty yeah, seats. Yeah, it's kind of what they're for. And I think the the real depends on the seat. Here. Depends, on, depends the on the butt, Right, yeah, exactly. Stroke some butts need two the, seats. The some real, butts half a seat. <laughs> the real vision that he saw was that he was like, "Hey, wait a second! Some of these unclaimed butts can go in some of my unused seats." Yeah, let's marry the butts and seats together. Boom, and have a baseball ceremony to celebrate. Yeah. And when all those jorts got in those seats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the Port St. Lucie Mets. Uh, so that's what uh, Tebow's with the Port St. Lucie Mets. And uh, recently, uh, in addition to those amazing numbers, on July 13th, he had a walk-off home run Woo! to give them a 5-4 victory. And a smarmy sports reporter asked how these heroes compared to the 2011 AFC wildcard game hmm. in which Tebow threw an overtime touchdown pass to give the Broncos a victory over the Steelers. Sure. Probably, to that point, Tebow's finest moment in professional sports. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he asked him, how does this compare? Tebow laughed, then went on. (laughs) That's not a fair question. They were at slightly different levels, but both of them are special. To be able to help the team hit a walk-off was awesome. Felt really good. Anytime in a big situation, in crunch time, to be able to come through, there's something special about that in sports. I really love those moments. Wow. The guy's got his cliches down. Oh, he's <laughs> so, he, he is so, so earnest, he should save Christmas. Oh, yeah. my God. He continues. How many times do you get a chance to play another sport in your life? I've wanted to take advantage of that opportunity and work as hard as I could. Try to make the most God. of it. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at right now. Gonna mention God? No, actually, he didn't in this interview. Oh no! Did he sell his soul to the devil? Is that why he's getting so good at baseball? Tebow to be struck down? Uh, Who wrote this article? (laughs) James B. Satan? What? (gasps) No, okay, buddy. What's the B stand for, buddy? I thought thought it was B. E. Beasalbub? Like Like Johnny B. Good? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It should be noted that while right now he plays for the Port St. Lucie Mets, he is. Keeping his falls clear because he has not left his gig as an analyst for the SEC Network. Oh, good. He seems to know where his future is probably. Yeah. Mm. He's also doing a bunch of charity Are stuff. That's actually all he and did at the end of the interview was was talking about charity stuff. It's like, Let hey, me. we got this Allstate promo going, and uh, you know, we're gonna get the kids and have a good time. Yeah. Gah. You know who really got their money's worth? Who's that? Uh, is the people who bought the discounted single A baseball seats in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> And, and saw a Tim Tebow walk-off. Yeah, yeah, I would flip the hell out yeah, of this. Yeah, you got season tickets to Port St. Lucie, you are suddenly a wealthy man. Yeah. Until they promote him to double A. You might as well buy Netflix stock. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's up 12% this week, guys. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Texas football coach Tom Herman wants you to know what it feels like to be a loser. Oh. Sub headline It's bad. Being a loser is bad. Yeah, Uh. Donald Trump is like, "Loser. loser. You're a loser. This comes from Yahoo's Pat Forty. <laughs> sure, uh, this, this uh, for a lot, for We still get to say Yahoo for now. At some point, we're not going to be saying Yahoo anymore. Yeah, it's what who, uh, who who what's bought? the name of the thing? Little the new, Verizon kinda, MSN being? Right. I don't know. I think they came up with a new name. It's called like uh, Wash or something. What was the sale price for the Yahoo Web Properties? Uh, God, a lot. Ten bucks. Yeah, billion. Twenty-nine or two for fifty. Mr. Allen's. Because for a while, it was like, you, you looked at like the valuation of Yahoo, and they're like, and here's the, the Alibaba stock they own. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it, oh, th- the rest of Yahoo's not worth anything, according yeah. to this. So this <laughs> Delay is, of game. <laughs> yeah. This is the new reality at Tom Herman's Texas. Okay. Competition is king, and everyone is getting a daily crash course on the tangible benefits of victory and the humble misery of defeat. Yeah, this is, this is an addition to his weird P chart. Oh, Was it, that Tom Herman? Yes, this yeah, is Tom okay. Herman. We'll come back to the P chart. <laughs> the first-year coach of the Longhorns paired off player against player in a variety of drills. The staff kept score, 12 dead. At the end of the week, <laughs> whoa, the winners were fed like conquering heroes and the losers were fed like serfs. Quote, the winners were eating their crispy bacon, said defensive back P.J. Locke. The Losers got a trash breakfast, burnt toast, cold pancakes, but it was only not actual trash because an NCAA compliance officer happened to be performing a random spot check that day. Wait, is that a joke or is that for serious? No, it's, that's a joke. Oh, phew. I, was gonna, I thought that it was like uh, basic training <laughs> yeah. where they treat them like animals. Uh, this was a concept uh, Herman borrowed in part from his former boss at Ohio State, Urban Meyer, Boo. who seemingly discovered huge football players Love food. <laughs> right. He knows that because he's an urban Meyer wiener. Yeah. Yeah. That is what he'd really like to be. Uh, describing the losers breakfast after this competition, the losers got watered down eggs and had to eat out in the stadium with the cold wind blowing. Oof. Said offensive lineman Connor Williams. Yeah. Ooh, with the cold wind blowing. What do you think it's going to be like in November? Right. Cold yeah. with wind. Hey, there ain't going to be no breakfast on the field. <laughs> no, you're going to drink Gatorade. You'll eat that in the cafeteria well before the game starts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's actually, uh, it goes back even further than that, uh, coach, uh, Bear Bryant, uh, in his Texas A&M, uh, you know, camps, mm-hmm. the people who did not perform well were forced to forage for their own meals <laughs> in the, ah. in the, uh, desolate Texas scrub. I don't know if you've, if you've had to, to suckle on some mesquite root for your, your daily nutrition, but it really, it really takes something out Tell of Tell you that what time. you can't argue with, six national titles. Boom, you absolutely cannot. Uh, I mean... Fatalities, sure, but... <laughs> wait, is this all true? No, I made up the thing about Bear Bryant. Except right. the six national titles. Yeah, okay. That's, that's true. Uh, not only that, did they have a bad breakfast, but the losers had to serve the winners. Oh, Wow. So cornerback PJ Locke said he had to watch fellow uh, defensive back, Deshaun Elliott, walk down a red carpet to his meal, then provide him cold Gatorade in a cup. Mm. Yikes. It was awful, Locke said, which means Tom Herman is starting to get his point across to players. Yeah. At media days, uh, Big 12 media days, he said, I think losing has to be awful. You can never get used to losing. That is one of the biggest downfalls of a lot of teams is you get used to losing. Right. No. Losing is awful. It's awful. It's not just, oh, well, we'll get them next week. No. This is the sky is falling type of stuff. Wow. Yeah. I mean, losing is bad, but the sky falling? I feel like most Come college on. coaches at least offer, like, lip service to your, like, little league sportsmanship ideals. Yeah, or like, And it you seems know, like Tom Herman is just saying, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, no. not even, I'm not even going to pretend for the press's benefit that I'm molding men and producing student-athlete. There was air quotes there do you for know, the people at home. You know what's really sad, though? Is the losing team's punishment is a Denny's workers every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Herman wants them to know what those Denny right, workers exactly. feel like. Yeah. Uh, it appears that to Tom Herman, his predecessor, Charlie Strong, must have loved losing. He lost 21 games over what Herman called, quote, the worst three-year stretch in the history of Texas football. It's entirely with possible. commiserate disgust. Presumably, they got comfortable to being bad. Quote, when you lose 21 times in three years, that is a definite possibility, Herman said. You become numb to losing. It should hurt even worse the 21st time than the first time which is what dad always said about sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ouch. Um, but Tom Herman went on, and he really wanted to hammer this point home. Quote, and so every time we have a competition, we're going to make sure that people don't the people, the people that don't win in that competitive situation, that they feel awful about it, and that it's not funny, it's not hokey or corny, but it's really, really bad for them to lose, as well as being very, very cool for the guys that win and very rewarding for the guys that win. Boy, I got to tell you, you know, <laughs> normally I, I pull for, for UT, hook them horns. Right, sure. Uh, you know, my both my parents went to grad school there. That's where they met. My granddad taught chemistry there for a couple decades. Mm. Right. Uh, not doing that at the moment. I really hope, for no other reason than for this quote, I really hope Tom Herman
1: <laughs> He's goes He's trying to like,
0: beat the loser out of him, Joel. One in 11 and gets fired after this season. <laughs> like, that would be immensely satisfying to me. Plus, I think, I mean, honestly, let, let's... Let's let's be true to true to the the Austin spirit here. I think them being like the one college in Texas that doesn't doesn't have a good football team, like it's other than Rice, that fits. Do you know why, right? Joel? What They're keeping Austin weird. Yeah, We're the losers exactly. in Texas. <laughs> that's that's got to be the the thing that keeps Austin weird. Yeah, the Chamber of Commerce. Pitch that to Charlie Strong. Yeah, right. he didn't want it. Sure, wouldn't it be fun if we were the lovable losers, and it would really fit with our like hippie hippie, you know? Let's aesthetic. go to a food truck, then lose a football game. <laughs> uh, so you guys want to talk about the water ball incident? I would water love to talk about the water incident? bottle incident. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So if you're an avid listener of the sports 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 podcast, yeah, hello. I mean, but also you'd know. That hydration is very important to Tom Herman. Oh, it's sure. extremely important to Tom Herman. P color. So, PJ Locke's water bottle slipped out of his bag in the player's lounge. He didn't realize this until he got a text that night, and he found himself at the stadium at 4.30 a.m. doing up-downs every five yards the full length of the field twice. Then he had to clean the locker room, report to a team meeting at 6 a.m., and you better believe he was just pounding water the whole time. <laughs> the message had to be delivered repeatedly by the strength and conditioning staff. Staying hydrated is relevant to performance, which is why every Longhorn got a water bottle and carried it with them. If your water bottle is lying on the floor of the lounge, Tom Herman has words for you. You're being defiant. You're saying (laughs) you don't think it's important or that you think you have a better way of doing it. Hmm. And I don't know any better way to consume water than from a water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Last part was a joke. This guy's a colossal prick. (laughs) You know what this is, and I can really recognize this, is I remember uh, John L. Smith did this. Uh, When you're a coach who knows that you're probably going to disappoint the boosters, particularly in the first season, you do a lot of other motions in hopes of drawing attention away Uh from performance on the field. It's kind of like tweeting something crazy so they don't see how you're performing. You you take the names off the uniforms because it's about team. Oh, because it's the name on the front of the jersey that matters matters. nobody's gonna wear the number one and then you go three and eight and it's like oh but he's bringing discipline in yeah we're only putting fractions on the jerseys yeah who doesn't do crap like this nick saban no (laughs) nick saban's like my job is safe yeah i'm gonna blow off this press conference and just win a bunch more games asked if his players fear him herman responded they better oh see boom but it's in a weird opposite of mad max sort of way Drink the water. More water. Water makes you greedy, (laughs) and greed is good. You want more water in your pee. Right. I want that pee to be drinkable, it's so clear. Okay, joining us now on the podcast, uh, we have one of our favorite guests, 90s Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> hey there. I just appeared. Yes, yes, you did. And my time machine. Yep, oh, Adam It goes Sam. forward and backwards. Yep. My time machine goes and, backwards. And yet, with the exception of appearing this podcast, you never leave the 90s. I never leave, leave the them, 90s. You live them through to New Year's Eve on 1999, and you just zap back. Time travel. Yeah. To to nineteen ninety uh, and 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 George Bush and all that. I am from the past. He is. My a... father has gas. You are a living time capsule. Yes. of a bygone era. Bygone, yeah. bygone era. And I go ha. And we've had a resurgence in O.J. Simpson interest. Mm-hmm. O.J. You know, Simpson, not a Jew, <laughs> but guess who is Hall of Famer Rod Carew? That's he converted. Right. <laughs> That's right. Ichiro just passed him for most hits by a foreign-born player. Ah, cool. more hits than Journey. It's Rod Carew from Canada. Not taking a guess. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so, but with, you were there, obviously, in the 90s, and in the comedy scene of the oh, 90s, how do you joke about this, how oh, do you yeah. handle the O.J. trial, so it's like, O.J.'s back, he's, he's having, he's gonna be on parole, I guess, what are your thoughts on this? I don't know what you're talking about. You mean O.J. Simpson from Naked Gun? Yeah. yeah. Naked Gun two and a half. Yes. Naked Gun thirty three and a third. The okay. very same. Probably Naked Gun four hundred forty four and a fourth in a few years. Jordan, we have a real issue here. I think we got '90s Adam Sandler, but I think we may have got nineteen ninety three Adam Sandler. What do you mean trial? <laughs> what are you talking about, no, Adam Sandler? You mean has... funny man OJ Simpson? Has there been yes. a football player OJ Simpson? Is yeah. there been a strike in baseball? I said toner salesman OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to. Perch and OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, see, I think we went too is... far back. So we did just... go too far. Is... O.J. Okay, Simpson. Now, did you? No, no, he's not. We got ourselves. Oh, no. uh, we got ourselves oh. Adam Sandler. Like still SNL Adam Sandler, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Who's your yeah. best character, uh, Mr. Sandler? Yeah, reject <laughs> K.J. Man. Oh wow! Yeah, he. Man. He's definitely the early '90s Adam yeah. Sandler. Well, this is this is a real problem. We're gonna have to break it to him. What happens with O.J. Simpson? Oh. I what happened? What happened? What happened to O.J. Oh, oh, Simpson? Well, Why don't you tell me what happened to O.J. Simpson? Why aren't you telling me what happened to O.J. Simpson? O.J. Simpson allegedly uh, killed his ex-wife uh, Nicole Brown Simpson oh. and uh, her then, uh, I believe, boyfriend Ron Goldman. Yeah, and uh, he. You went, probably have no idea who Ron Goldman is. Yeah, that's not. That's not. That's not material. But basically, he killed a the a, waiter. Allegedly, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, you know, I like to eat out. Oh, that's right. You do dine off in Brentwood. You not. know. Ron Ron Goldman. Oh, Ron Goldman. Brent he Wood- shirts <laughs> french fries. Oh, that's French fries! Don't eat the french fries. They're crispy. He works at like a they're gourmet you restaurant. Me. You you get french fries from I them? get what I want. He's Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam he is Sandler. Adam Sandler, yeah. That's my name. Well, I hate to break Singing it to is you. my game. And R- comedy. Ron Goldman is not long for this world. What? He's going to be murdered uh, along with Nicole Brown Simpson no. by potentially O.J. Simpson. What? Though yeah. he's no. not going to be convicted, I'm for the sure murder. it's just a prank. Well, O.J. Simpson, not just prank. I mean, <laughs> O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned you mentioned that earlier. But guess who is? Who? Hall of Fame Rod Crew. Right, inverted, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Converted, right. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Okay, so that's. But that does happen. Yeah, and then uh, he goes free. He doesn't get convicted of murder. Oh. Yeah. But then later he kind of kind of gets it messed up and he gets into some trouble with some memorabilia dealers. He yeah. was trying to get back like, his He loses a civil suit. He puts out a book called How I Did It. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's joking. He's a funny guy. I mean, he no. is, he but it. I don't think he's joking this time. The uh, juice? I, the juice. No. No. There. When I see him, I go, hey, juice. And he goes, not a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I get it. No. Yeah. Good job, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me sad. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> good. I am mean, it makes sad. it makes everyone sad. Adam really, Andrew, sad. What kind of song would you make about learning this information in the way, in the manner that you have? No, about well, the it would be a very sad song. It would yeah. go like this, something like this. Oh, Jay Simpson, he didn't kill his wife. I, whenever I eat prime rib, I get a steak knife. Ron Goldman. <laughs> That's an interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like you just made that up on the spot. What? what? Are you saying that my comedy's not well crafted? <laughs> it's not. Do you think it's, not... it's just a voice? Yeah. Uh, it 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 is. And I mean, the rest well, just of... wait until next year when you see my movie, Happy Gilmore. Gonna be in theaters everywhere. Can I can I go ahead and make a suggestion, Adam? Yes. Put that movie out. Enjoy the success, what? and then just stop. What? Stop. Have that be it. Oh, in my 60s is when I'm going to go through my political period. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing a beret, smoking cigarettes, drinking Zima. That might actually make <laughs> you funny again. What? Yeah. I'm not funny anymore. Well, no, not as much. that baby talk not working anymore? Well, yeah. Well, yes, well, your baby honestly, talk. bringing back the baby talk might get you something. but it might baby, be the move. We talk. may have learned something here. Yeah. It's probably because of all my Oscars. Nope. No, me no, and the Juice, Naked Gun, five thousand five hundred and fifty-five and a fifth. No. No. That's, that's not forthcoming. No, this makes me sad. Oh, this I whole think, yeah. this whole conversation. I, me think I think it's it's time to go back to the nineties. It makes me I like the nineties better. I think we have Kurt Cobain's gonna live forever. Oh, don't, don't say anything, Jordan. Not, he's I'm he's not, my favorite musician. Say even though yeah. I do an impression of Bruce Springsteen. Did not that i character. I do. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and and, and hit the button here and send you back. All right, to... Here I go. Bye, bye. And now it's time for another wide world of weird Ho- sports. On- Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, the National Beep Baseball Association. Beep Baseball? National Beep Baseball Association. The NBBA. Beep as in like the noise beep. Beep. Okay. Like Roadrunner. Beep beep. Uh, It was organized in 1976 for visually impaired adults to play baseball. Each year, the NBBA coordinates local, state, and regional tournaments, not least among them the Indy Invitational in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's a lot of ins. Yeah. I, I was hard to find the ins and outs of that sentence. You know, Jordan, I can really get behind this one. It's great that they have a place for visually impaired adults to play baseball, because they already have a place uh, for them to work in baseball, and that's as umpires Oh jeez, Joel! Well, I, ima- I imagine the fights with the umpires are pretty vicious, right? <laughs> yeah. it's have visually impaired people yelling at them. Yeah, then. Why uh, are you blind? How dare you? <laughs> then the uh, the at home they have to uh, beep out their language, and then people be swinging wildly, because they'll hear all the beeps. <laughs> That'd be tough. Uh, also, the Boiling Brook beep ball bash. One of the first tournaments to offer a cash award outside Chicago, Illinois. And in some cases, a round-robin tournament in Columbus, Ohio. And more recently, a round-robin tournament in the Philadelphia area. So there's a whole lot of these baseball games. Okay, well, let's let's get to the meat of this. How does one play the sport of baseball, one that relies very heavily on the eyes and vision, uh, when you're a visually impaired adult? Well, I guess I'll skip ahead. Well... Beat baseball. Wait, what, is, what was going to come before you explained that? Uh, more of the intro. Oh. <laughs> uh, beat baseball is played on a grass field with six fielders, generally a first baseman, third baseman, shortstop, left fielder, right fielder, and center fielder. No second baseman. Don't need it. Uh Doors didn't have a base player. Yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no exactly. safety net, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, although two, four defensive sets are not unheard of, and one or two spotters from one team and the pitcher, catcher, and batter from the other team. Fielders and batters are blindfolded. (laughs) Yep. There is also a DH and DF, designated fielder. They must also be legally blind in most cases. However, the NBBA has a rule that if a team cannot field, the minimum six batters required to fill the lineup card, it may opt to allow up to... Two sighted volunteers to blindfold themselves and play as the visually impla- impaired players do. No, so you blind yourself. Peeksees. No this peeksees. Really dangerous. Sure. Do Catch- people take line drives to the face? Yep, like all the time. Sure. Catcher, pitcher, and spotters do not wear blindfolds and are usually sighted, so that makes it easier. Although there have been uh, a few who are partially blind, the ball beeps. And it's a modified, oversized softball. The bases are blue, are nearly five feet tall, and have mostly foam interior with the electronics that cause it to buzz steadily uh, when a switch is thrown. So you're directing all around by sound. So the ball comes in on a beep, you hit it, and then I believe one of the bases will buzz, and that's the base you run to. Yes, exactly. Now you're getting it. Uh, there are each placed 100 wait, 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 feet. Wait, What happens if you get caught in a rundown? <laughs> so like... Well, the, I think the beep and ball, yeah. They would, well, uh, also, I oh, don't the... think you. they have to throw to the base. I'm sure there's a different way to make the out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get there. Uh, run scoring. When the batter hits the ball, a base operator turns on one of the two bases, first or third, for the batter to run to. If the batter touches the base... Before a fielder can pick up the ball, the offensive team scores a run. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. It takes four strikes for a batter to be out. If the ball goes beyond the two baselines or doesn't travel at least 40 feet, it is a foul and counted as a strike unless they, it is a potential fourth strike, in which case the count holds and the batter just swings again. Hmm. If the ball battled, travel batted, travels at least 170 feet in the air over a fair territory before uh, settling, it is, upon declaration of the umpire, a home run. Oh, man. If the ball ceases to beep, or if it hits the pitcher and becomes a dead ball, the count is reset and the batter swings again. A dead ball must not be touched. If it is, it's said to be back in play and the out must be recorded. So again, tell me about the infielders and their horribly disfigured faces
1: <laughs> from getting
0: line drives roped into them. What when they makes have you no think idea. that these people can hit line drives? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the ball so softball. squarely. <laughs> it's a beeping softball. I, okay. <laughs> I think they're okay. If I hear a beep, must... like, beep, 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 it's getting louder towards me. <laughs> I duck. At, at some point, though, I'm sure they they rope one or two of them. Maybe I, that's cost of doing business in football. You get concussions. Well, in blind baseball, you also get concussions. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's a concussion sport. Okay. Spotting, the spotter or spotters call out a number to signify which part of the field a ball is traveling towards. Oh man! One, 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 three, 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 three. So that fielder can get ready for it. Right. Exactly. I really don't. Don't enjoy making you know fun of people with a disability, but I think it'd be really hard not to laugh uproariously at beat baseball. <laughs> with, Joel, don't. With don't. spotters shouting out where the ball's going and people swinging at balls that they can't see. Joel, they're just trying their best, man. I understand I that. I said money. I feel bad about it. Well, you should feel but but bad for even time, mentioning it. This yeah. sounds hilarious. No, that's the kind of shame you keep bottled inside. If you find <laughs> this hilarious, you don't bring it up. It's just not how I work, Phil. I, I, let, I let my shame out. We're all going to have a good laugh after the recording starts. <laughs> right, exactly. But not now. No. Don't do it now. See, that's I'm the only honest one on this podcast because I let people know about all the horrible things I laugh at all instead right. of waiting until we're not recording. Sure thing, Joel. As always. Yep. Generally, the middle of the outfield is labeled six, and either side, left or right, is numbered from one to five in a mirroring pattern. The spotter must not say anything beyond the numbered region of the field, and two spotters cannot make the call on the same play. If either case occurs, the run scores. You could probably cheat by using like the pitch of your voice. Joel, don't cheat. No, I'm I'm just saying. That, like, Why are you trying to cheat? I remember you ever when Joel started volunteering baseball? for Beat Baseball and subverted its rules <laughs> and made Joel it no fun for ruining anyone? This. Kind of like he did with the death pool. <laughs> He's just going to come and be like, yeah, I just want to volunteer and that sort of thing. Ugh. And then just like slowly subvert the hey, lead. The death yeah. pool is still going strong and everyone's having a blast. You're the worst. And that brings us, then to another wide world of... Weird, weird Sports! sports. sports. Oh, it shows it shows it shows too much, much for, for the, the death, death, the the death the the It's all time really Citizens of Podcast Town, thank you for listening, and this brings to a close on the sports... Sports! Sports! ...podcast. before we go, 90s Adam Sandler. Come on back, 90s Adam Sandler. <laughs> hey, no, I'm here. Could you give out our uh, contact information, please? No. <laughs> no one will understand because i've got a silly voice all right well and go, b- d- go back r- 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 all right joel would you be so kind to give our contact do it joel okay well you can uh email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail.com that's great uh, we love getting the emails we do uh, we absolutely do uh look us up on twitter at sports the number three podcast uh we tweet things you can tweet at us Uh, you know the this is this is still a valid form of social media. I'm told, uh, so you should give it a shot. (laughs) Give to Joel says give (laughs) Twitter a shot. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, if you haven't before now, maybe 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 take a take (laughs) a look at look look at Ashton Kutcher over here (laughs) dropping tweet knowledge. Really on the vanguard of this, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you can find all of our back episodes, uh, and on SoundCloud, uh, Mm -hmm. which is where, and, and we definitely want you to go, we want you to listen, we want you to rate, we want you to review. Uh, we'd, we'd love to get more user engagement on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so just look up Sports, the Sports, the number three podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Uh, the, another thing that we maybe should have told 90s Adam Sandler about, uh, 9-11. Why? Well, because he spends a lot of time in New York. We could have saved his life. He doesn't die in 9-11. <laughs> we know what the future holds. We're in the present day, Joel. But we told him he about OJ. change things. You're, that's the stupidest like, thing I've, I've ever can't, heard. I can't live in the city. What, is he going to stop it? Is he going to then more. jump on the plane? Maybe he would stop it. We, we know he go. doesn't <laughs> because the past already <laughs> happened, Joel. Lights off.